You're listening to the Confidence Chronicles podcast, episode number 54. Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start reclaiming your confidence. Start standing in your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hola, que pasa mi gente? What's going down? I'm not going to lie. I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast in 50 million years because when I record, I, I batch record. So sometimes I do like two or three. Um, within a day or two, back to back, because I'm on fire. And I haven't done one in ages because I've got like six podcasts that I still haven't promoted and put out yet. So I missed you. I missed chatting to you. I love you a lot. I'm so happy you're here. I am just fresh off the weekend of the Sisterhood, our um, full day event that we had together. Holy crap, Ola. There's like 41 women in the Sisterhood. We've got our first interstate woman which is in Sydney we're in Melbourne so she's gonna like fly to Melbourne six times a year with her boyfriend to like hang out with us and do the work and I so rate that because I'm like yo that's what it's about investing in yourself and making shit happen so I'm really excited and I feel great today because last night my homegirl and she got me a beautiful gift which I so needed I actually didn't know how much I needed this gift she got me a Reiki slash massage so this lady does Reiki and she's a masseuse and she was amazing and she's Latina. So we were talking lots of Spanish, <laughs> which I don't get to talk a lot. So it was good. Um, yeah. And I don't even, I didn't even know I needed it, but it was crazy because of course I'm holding so much energy in these events, but really I've, I've ramped up my one-on-ones. I'm doing my loving bitch slap on, on Instagram. Instagram is killing my life right now because I've got so many DMs and I still want to respond. And it's like, Y'all, please don't feel bad if I don't respond to you because I actually have to move away from feeling like every single human being will get an instant response to what can I do right now? I got kids, my energy is out in the world and I have to shut it off because if I don't, I'm going to get sick. And that's what's happened to me in the early part of this year. Toothache, freaking I got sick, I got this, I got that, like I had my ear infection. So I'm really looking at my body now from a perspective of I'm not a superwoman. Like I know I think I am, but my body is just like your body. And as much as my mind is very, very fucking strong, my body is still a body. My body still needs food and water and sleep and rest. My adrenals go off if I don't do what I need to do. I still can hit the stress hormones. I still can get all of that. So when I'm always on, meaning available to everyone and ready to answer 100 DMs, like that's insane. You know, I actually can't pretend that I can be available to everyone at that extent. So I really need to ramp it in. So if I don't, if I don't message you back straight away, please don't think I'm some asshole who doesn't give a fuck about you. I give so many fucks about you. So many fucks. Like you have no idea. But I just, I really need to bring it in because like physically, mentally, spiritually, energetically, all of the bodies, emotionally, I really need to come within my body and, and be able to serve from a good space. So I didn't know that I needed that Reiki and massage because, I mean, I don't do massages on myself enough. And then I'm co-feeding, I mean, co-sleeping and breast, no, I'm co-sleeping, yes, that's it, <laughs> and breastfeeding. So my baby is attached to my nipple all night long, like literally all night long, y'all. Like I can't go pee without homeboy crying and waking up. It's insane. I know, bad habit. We did it. We're trying to work it out. 
But the crazy thing is, like, I'm, I'm all twisted. My back is fucked. Like, it's fucked, you know? Motherhood fucks your body sometimes with, with the different holding of babies and things you got to do, whether you breastfeed or not. It's crazy. So I'm not looking after myself in that perspective. So this was awesome. And not only that, but her Reiki side of things was able to move energy. And if you think about energy, it's, it's energy in motion. Emotion is energy in motion. And how do you move your emotions? How do you move the energy out of your body? Dance right? Movement. I do a lot of fitness. I do a lot of weightlifting, but that's not really moving. That's tightening and stiffening. So this lady literally with her hands and her, you know, Reiki and space and, and spirit energy was like literally physically moving energy around in my body, which was so good. I totally feel like I took an energetic shit out of my face. It was insane. My crown chakra was going off. It was shaking on the table. It was amazing. So I feel brand new today. I feel clean. I feel good. I feel energized. I did not feel like that yesterday. I was, was crying all day, super emotional. My heart was like on my sleeve, like I was a human heart thumping and crying all day, feeling for everyone. It was amazing. But um, I know that that was the after effect of our full day event. Let me get to the point of today. The reason why <laughs> we're talking is because I really wanted to talk and do a podcast on, you know, you wanting to keep your problems. Obviously, in the work I do, I encounter so many women or people identifying as women. Let me start to say it like that because I can't just say women. It's women and people identifying as women, right? I do so much work with y'all and there are so many times where there's a breakup or there's a divorce or there's a situation with your friend or your partner or someone at work and there's a problem, air quotes, there's a problem going on and you come to me with questions or you come to me with your problem and sometimes even though you have this problem it's like it's like you don't want a solution to it it's like you're like no but Erica you don't understand my problem so big and so unique and so rare and so special that you you don't understand and I'm like do you want me to help you solve your problem or do you want to keep the problem because it sounds like a lot of the time some of y'all want to keep the problem and you're not listening to the advice and you're not taking the coaching and that shit's interesting because if you really want to let go of something and you really want to work through something and you want to have a different result in your life consider that you have to take different actions so the crazy thing is why do you want to keep your problem have you asked yourself that Have you ever thought that maybe it's not that this problem keeps coming back or this situation keeps coming back, it's that you're not ready to hear or you're not ready to do what it is that you need to do? I'm going to give you an example. A couple, I think it was about a year ago, I was working with a client who was in a not so nice relationship, but I think not so nice, but at the time, homegirl was very blinded, blinded by the light. She couldn't see that homeboy wasn't good for her. Does that make sense? Have you ever been in a situation like that yourself? If you have, try to recall that situation where you at the time, I have all my relationships before my husband, I was like literally blind. And they're like, love is blind. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, love's not blind. That bullshit that you're calling love that's not love, that shit's blind. (laughs) Because you don't want to open your eyes because sometimes when you open your eyes and you see the truth it's worse it hurts more but i'm telling you this girl was staying with this guy he clearly there were issues they had broken up i don't know twice already about some bullshit i think somebody cheated on somebody something went down where there was a lot of drama there was a lot of back and forth which i call ping pong 
I'll tell you about that later in my single ladies uh, podcast series I did, I'm doing. And there was a lot of back and forth. There was drama, there was trouble, there was problems. So the relationship at the gate, from the gate, from the beginning, had issues and drama. It wasn't like the most amazing relationship. And listen, a lot of relationships have stuff going on in the beginning. But this had this had what I call red flags everywhere. And homegirl didn't have any value of herself. So my client didn't value herself much. Meaning she didn't know how amazing she fucking was. She didn't listen to this podcast. This podcast didn't exist. And nobody reminded her how amazing she was. And how she needed to raise up her standards. And level up herself. Because she was dealing with some bullshit. That she didn't need to deal with. And because she didn't know how good she was. And how valuable she was. She was putting up with this crappy relationship. And she was seeing all of the awesome stuff that was possible for this man so she was looking at his possibility not actually what he was doing and she was thinking with like I know he can be greater and he can be better and she was listening to what he was saying but she was not watching what he was doing and I'm telling you right now one of my mentors used to say that like the older I get the less I pay attention to what people say the more I pay attention to what they do and that is such a great thing to live by because people say a lot of shit people talk a lot of shit you know, I've talked a lot of shit in my day and didn't action anything. So pay attention to how people treat you and what they do, not what people say they're going to do. And Maya Angelou talks about it as well, right? When, when people treat you a certain way, believe them, right? Like, please believe them. So the point of the story is this client was not listening and valuing herself. And at the time, she didn't see that he was a total piece of crap that she didn't need to be with. So she stayed with him and then she's coming to me talking to me about all the drama and problems. And I'm like, honey, what I can see looking at it from neutral eyes is that this relationship isn't good for you. Why? Because you're both toxic to each other. You're both fighting. You're both this. You're both that. You're not communicating. You're not hearing each other. Like I could see clearly with no emotion as a bystander, as a coach, the neutral view of the situation was clear. This is happening over here. This is happening over there. Bam, it's not, it's not happening. It's not good. She said, no, you don't understand, Erica. Like, I blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't understand. And I'm giving her, like, literally gold. I'm giving her, like, verbal gold on what to do and how to fix this shit for herself. How to break free from her misery and suffering and how to be happier. How to feel better. And she's not taking the advice. And it, and it tripped me out because back then I didn't have the tools I have now. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand if I am give you the winning fucking lottery numbers and all you got to do is walk over and play those bitches and you win the fucking lottery, but you don't go and you're walking around town with the winning fucking lottery numbers and you never win the lottery, but you just got to go and play them and you will win and you don't. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Now I get it. Now I get it. And that's what this podcast is about. It's like, where are you in your life going, my problem is not solvable or this is not something anybody can, can do or fix. This is something, you know, that you don't understand. I'm, I'm special. My problem is very specific and very special and there's no solution. There's never been a problem like this in anybody else's life. And I'm like, it's a crock of shit that you're telling yourself and it's not serving you. Here's why. Millions and bazillions of people have had problems all over the world that you don't know about that are either exactly like your problem or worse. But we always go worst case scenario. Oh, ours is worse. No, you don't understand. And it's also victim space. And when you step into that, which I think it's podcast number four, victim land sucks or podcast 11, one of those, it's about victim land shit. And please listen to that if you haven't listened to it already. 
because victims want to keep their problems. Victims want to be significant. Victims want to be special. Victims want to be like, no, you don't understand. I have this crazy disease disorder that no one else has. And it's so fucking rare and no one can help me. And I'm like, why? Why? So you could feel special. That's a shit thing to be special about. So that you could be, you know, you could put yourself to the side and go, no one can help me because my shit is so different and special that no one knows how to do this. So you basically pull yourself away from all of humanity as this like special entity with a really special problem that there's no solution to. Why? Don't you want to solve your problem? I, you know why I think this shit happens? is because people don't want to hear the truth. My, my lady that I was talking about earlier, homegirl, didn't want to hear the truth that she made a bad decision that she needed to make, by the way, to learn her lesson. And she chose the wrong dude to be in a relationship with and that it wasn't him. It was her lack of worthiness in herself that attracted that mofo in the building and brought him towards her hard and fast. And it was her lack of self-worth, self-belief, uh, love of self and knowing how amazing she was and how she deserved better, that that's why he came along, to show her that lesson. So it's her fault. She attracted him, and she let him stay as well. And then she's trying to flip the script, and like, she won't hear the advice. And I think it's because if she had really listened to it, it would hurt her feelings so bad. Her ego would be so battered and bruised that she wasn't going to be able to take the advice. And the sad thing is, years later ended up that he wasn't good ended up that she did need to go ended up that she could have saved herself two years or three years of sorrow and bullshit and drama and stress and adrenaline and fatigue and fucking cortisol being high and her her stress hormone being activated and her being sick all the time and her feeling lethargic and her not knowing who she was and her thinking bad thoughts about herself and possibly not wanting to be around anymore like all of that loneliness and isolation that this fucking relationship brought her and sometimes we hold on to our problems because we want to be right and I'm like what is it costing you to be right like even though you're holding on to your problem and you think you're significant at the end of the day you're suffering because you want to suffer and you're suffering because you're not looking at a way out and you're not looking at it with neutral eyes you're looking at it as a victim you're looking at it as poor me you don't understand my shit's horrible nobody gets me that's your ego baby or maybe it's not you, but if you understand or you know someone like this, that's all ego that's talking. Your ego is going, no, you don't get it. I'm special. No, you don't get it. This is a special situation that no one else has encountered. And I'm like, why you want to keep your problem? And sometimes keeping your problem makes you significant. I'm someone who's shy and I'm quiet and I've got a, you know, uh, I've always lacked confidence and I'm the quiet one and I'm the shy one. Poor me right and then you define yourself like that and that's how you introduce yourself to people and then that's who you are you think that's part of your identity and then you don't know who you would be without that bullshit story like it scares you to think who the hell would I be if I wasn't that and it kind of becomes a part of your your wallpaper of your skin it's who you are who you know yourself to be which is ego right if you want to know more about ego Eckhart Tolle is the jam and he talks a lot about that and it's like, we'd rather prove ourselves right and stay in a disempowered space than prove ourselves wrong and be like, you know what, shit, that was my ego. Shit, what if I was confident? Actually, what if I did allow help? What if I could solve this problem and it wasn't actually a really big deal like I've been making it for so many years? 
I mean, some people, the embarrassment alone of that to themselves would, would crush their ego and their, crush their soul and they don't want to do it. Other people, they don't know what else they would do with themselves. You know that friend of yours or that family member who's constantly complaining? I'm thinking about the one I know in my head. Constantly complaining how bad things are and how things are this and things are that. And you think about them. Imagine if all their problems were solved. What the fuck would they talk about? What would they be talking about? What would they call you with? A friend of yours who's got drama with her husband and she's always talking shit about her husband. What would she do if her husband all of a sudden was amazing or she left him and found an amazing man? What the hell would she talk to you about? It's like, it's like they'd rather keep the problem because there's some action going on and at least there's something to talk about and at least there's some complaining because they know themselves so much to be the complaining person that they don't even know what their life would be like if they were happy. And so they keep themselves in this disempowered space. And I'm like, that shit's crazy because you could break free from that if you allow yourself to. Go ahead. You're already out on the road, lady. You know what I'm saying? You could break free if you wanted to. And you may be out there if you're someone who likes to hold on to their problems. Like, no, Erica, you don't understand. And here's my invitation. If you're saying that in your head while you're listening to this podcast, consider that that's you, baby. That it could be you. That maybe you do do that. Maybe you don't even know that you do that. I would. I always look for where someone could be right. This lady messaged me on Instagram about my son and my car seat and something. And I was like, you know what? Instead of me lashing out and being like, who are you to tell me about my son's car seat and rah, rah, rah. And use it to be an a-hole to the woman. I, I went and go, hold on. Where could she be right? His car seat belt was twisted. Okay. Maybe she's right. Maybe I need to fix it up. Maybe if I don't fix it, something bad will happen. Who knows? Is she is she is she hitting me up with good intention? I like to think so. Okay. Do I need to battle? Do I need to go to war with this? No. I could just say thank you. And I and I don't need to listen or not listen. I just like I have a choice. And I think sometimes when we play at this level where we think that our problems are so significant and we're so significant and that we're so damaged and you don't understand I've had this and I've had that and this disorder and I've been diagnosed and medication and all this shit that doctors tell us and you know it's this big deal consider that your ego and your identity has now been imprinted into this thing and that the only one holding on to it gripping onto it for life is you and who would you be without that shit who would you be and some people don't like the answer because they don't know who they would be. And it's a big fucking question mark. And we're so scared of the unknown. We would rather predict a future, as Joe Dispenza says, that we can, that, you know, we'd rather have a future that we can predict. So we're AKA in control, air quotes. You're not in control, by the way. But you think you're in control, but at least you know that in that situation, you can predict the future, even if it's a shit future. So you'd rather not change it. There is no problem that cannot be fucking solved. Stop telling yourself that. If you think that there's no solution, guess what? There's no solution. Even if Oprah Winfrey, Tony Robbins himself, was sitting next to you and came up to you and you won a coaching session and they said, all right, what is it? And you went blah, blah, blah. And he gave you the advice, probably the same advice I would give you or different. It would still be unsolvable to these people. These people that want to keep their problems. Because it's not about who's giving them advice or even what kind of advice it is. It's about they're so closely holding on to it like their identity. Like it is literally their identity that they don't know who they would be without that problem. And that significant of a problem that it is. Now, if this is not you or you're not the significant problem haver, 
Do you know of someone like this? And if so, does it make sense now why every time you try to help your friend or your family member or your partner solve something, because it seems like they want help, you can't help them and it's frustrating. So you could either be two things. This podcast could be for you or this podcast could be for you through someone else. So you are dealing with someone else who constantly has problems and is not looking for them to be solved and you're trying to solve their problems and you're trying to shove it down their throat and they're not ready. And consider this a, a, a invitation and a warning to you to go, you know what? I'm done. You actually don't want problems to be solved. So why the hell am I wasting my time? And let that shit go. And we talk a lot, let me tell you, in the sisterhood, we talk a lot about when you're becoming someone else and you're changing your life and you're changing your beliefs and you're changing who you are and you're changing what you think, what you feel, everything you do and what you believe in so that you can get different results, you're becoming someone else. So who you used to be in your friend circles is not who you are anymore. Does that mean you're going to lose friends? Probably. Does that mean you're going to have to let go of negative, toxic people that drain the shit out of you, vampires, and you don't have boundaries with? Hell yeah. Or you're not going to get different results. You'll be the same person. Attracting the same people. Hanging out with the same people. And who you hang out with is everything. That needs a whole podcast. Who you hang out with is everything. So what's going to happen? You're going to stop jumping into the pity party with your friend whose problems are so unsolvable. Because she's so unique and she's so different. And no one can help her. Not even Tony Robbins or Oprah. (laughs) No one can help this friend of yours. So what makes you think you're going to help her? Um... Let me give you a little insight. She doesn't want to be helped. Or if this is you, where have you not wanted to be helped? Where have you tried to hold on to your problem? Like, no, but you don't understand. I'm unique. You don't understand. It's really, you know, it's unique. No one else has this. That's a bullshit story that you're selling yourself. And I'm telling you, it's not serving you. And if you have a friend like this, it is time for you to moonwalk your ass away from that relationship as fast or slow as you want to. But there's nothing you can do to help that person until they're ready. There is no problem that cannot be unsolved. Tony Robbins says that a problem is just a question you haven't answered. I'm going to leave you to ponder on that. A problem you have right now in your life, is it will be solved if you just figure out what question you need to answer. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your time, your ears, your support, your love, your questions. Please connect. You can head over to Instagram at the Queen of Confidence or Facebook at the Queen of Confidence and hit me up. Or if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, email me, y'all. My email is erica at thequeenofconfidence.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I thank you. I love you. This podcast is for you. Go out there and be great, y'all.